Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, this is great news. I read that the U.S. is now averaging more than 3 million vaccine shots per day. Yeah, we're giving out three million shots a day, same as every bar in Miami. <laughs> but this is really great news. Uh, it's the first time you'll hear someone who's excited to say, I just got stabbed at the Javits Center. Um, it's interesting hearing a crowd there and everything like that. It's another, you know, return to normalcy. What was it, 38,000 at the uh, the Rangers game over the weekend? That's a, that's. I wonder, I was actually wondering, is that the biggest crowd of people together to watch sports anywhere in the world in the last year? Are we expecting an outbreak? Anywhere in the world. I think yeah. there's some, been some soccer stuff that might rival okay. that, but I'm not sure. Uh, what are people looking forward to when this is all over? The most common thing, not thinking about the virus anymore. That's a pretty good one. Just not, you know, not, nothing. I don't, I've never really worried about getting it since the very beginning when, I, you know, at the very beginning when we were told it can live on surfaces for 19 days and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Uh, but I've never really been worried about getting the dang thing. But just not thinking about anything about it. None of the stuff involved at all will be nice when that's gone. Right. Ditching the mask, 72%. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Of course. Meeting with friends and family, I haven't had that much effect of that. Although, I haven't seen my parents in a year. Um, greeting via physical touch. I don't mind not shaking hands. It hasn't really bothered me that much. You know, we're having a memorial service for my mom uh, this coming Sunday, and it's going to be virtual, which is uh, which is too bad. Um uh, the old saying, we only get together for weddings and funerals, and yeah. isn't it a shame it's so great to see everybody? Well, we're not even getting together for this one. But there's a movement in the works, particularly as everybody gets vaccinated, to, to do our best to make up for that mm. within the family, which is nice. Um, A different topic. Oh, one thing. So uh, there was that, that attack at the Capitol last week when that happened on Friday afternoon, I guess. The guy, the Nation of Islam dude. Drove his car into a couple of white supremacist capital officers. He is completely crazy. He believed yeah. the CIA was talking to him. Yeah. In his head. I mean, he's completely yeah. nuts. And then I just came across this. A California man who told police that Korean people were trying to control him in his mind was charged with a hate crime after throwing rocks at an Asian woman. He's mm. completely nuts. All right. So call it a hate crime or don't, but he's completely nuts. Um, I don't know what we do with this stuff. Uh, there's another one. The guy, um, the, whoever sh- is the, the shooter from Colorado, and there's been enough of these. I can't even keep them all straight in my head. But that guy was completely crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stark Raven psychotic. Yeah. So I don't know how you craft any policy around that. Anyway, that's just an aside. It's got nothing to do with anything else. Just had several in a row where, you know, they're being talked to by their televisions or something. Mm-hmm. Well, if your television isn't talking to you, you probably got the mute button on. And I came across this story, front page of the USA Today. Even while home, kids do drills for shooters. <laughs> really? So, I'm really happy that this front page story in the USA Today, multiple times, including at the beginning, the end, and the middle, 
points out that the bulk of research on this currently believes what I believed from the first time I heard it. He did. He said it. Is that it does more harm than good. The likelihood of a shooter at your school is very low. The likelihood of traumatizing a kid for the rest of their lives by convincing them every day when they go to school there's a likelihood of this happening is pretty high. So it's more negative than positive. Obviously, and the younger the kid, the more true it is. I I hated this the first time I heard about it. And now they've got a body of evidence to show that Telling a bunch of eight-year-olds, you know, there's a decent chance of one of your classmates is going to go come into a gun someday and try to kill us all. So this is what we're going to do if that happens. There's like a it's like a one in a gazillion chance it's ever going to happen. But right. training for it, at, there are forty states where it's mandatory, and they trade at all the grade these grade levels multiple times a year. And it turns out, according to USA Today, a bunch of schools have been doing it even with distance learning. So they do crazy crap like they tell the kid in their own home to turn off the lights in their bedroom and barricade the door, and then they do 10 minutes of silence where you practice being quiet in your own bedroom pretending there's a shooter about. If this were not so sad and troubling, horrifying, it would be hilarious. The the lack of wisdom... Well, human beings, I mean, the IQ tests are highly imperfect, but at least you have a, a ballpark of how intelligent somebody is. Has there ever been developed a wisdom test? Can can somebody get to work on that? And if somebody doesn't have like a 75 or more, they don't get to make any decisions about anything. <laughs> Whether the new tree mascot is racist or not, whether you ought to change the name of Abraham Lincoln's school, whether your kids ought to do shooter drills at home, whether the schools ought to be open or not, you don't get a high enough wisdom score. You don't get to decide anything. Yeah. Can you You don't get to call anybody a racist? Uh, The drills feel completely pointless to me, said one parent. Said all parents? It just seems like it's unnecessarily digging up trauma. It's one more thing to put on my mental checklist that I have to explain to my child. That's a good solid wisdom score right there. Yeah. Uh, so how can you imagine being a, a parent and you you don't you don't hear any noise coming out of the bedroom for a while and you think you go in there and it's dark and they're laying on the floor. Say, what are you doing? I'm pretending there's a shooter in the house and I'm hiding. <sighs> okay. There you go. That's fantastic. Uh, anyway, like I said, I was happy that at multiple places in the article they do mention that there's a uh, uh, growing evidence that these things cause more trauma than any good they could possibly do. I'm and glad. That the, and that the training probably doesn't do that much good anyway, because it's just it's so unpredictable what the reality of a school shooter situation is going to be. It's not always a good idea to barricade the door and be quiet. It depends on where they are. All kinds of different things. Right. Uh, but the convincing you that it's something you need to worry about every day of your life as a child when you don't know any better is obviously traumatizing. Awful. Absolutely awful. How about, oh my God, like you said, you shouldn't be in charge of anything if you thought it was a good idea to tell them at home to pretend there's a shooter at home. Yeah, I really want that person removed from any seat of authority. I'll pay their salary for the rest of their lives with my fellow taxpayers if if somebody promises me they will never have any influence over children again. Yeah. I tell you what, that that story I I'll just tell you it, what. I'll tell you what, Bobby. <laughs>
if I let myself be as mad at that and as aghast at that as I am, the show would grind to a halt. I know. Just grind to a halt. Especially because I came into the, our long weekend. We took a rather self-indulgent three-day weekend. Forgive us. Uh, but I was so hot about the uh, All-Star Game thing. Major League Baseball responding not to the Georgia voting law, but to the lies about the Georgia voting law, including the Utterly unforgivable lies of Joseph R. Biden, D. Delaware. Uh, I just, I was crazed. I just, I practically gave up on American society. So we got to talk about that coming up and also why were monkey testicles such a hot topic of conversation in my home over the weekend? <laughs> a joke leaps to mind, but I'm going to hold it back. For now. <laughs> we'll get to all those things. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think today's professional athletes are acting incredibly responsibly. I would strongly support them doing that. People look to them. They're leaders. Look at what's happened with the NBA as well. Look at what's happened across the board. The very people who are victimized the most are the people who are the leaders in these in these various sports and it's just not right this is jim crow on steroids what they're doing in in georgia and 40 other states because i sat here and listened to the president's inaugural address and i just want a couple of real quick points from it politics need not be a raging fire that destroys everything in its path every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war and we must reject the culture in which facts themselves are manipulated or made up. And Joe Biden's broken his own rule 84 days. And now he's lying to the American people, George. He's lying about this bill. He's lying to the American people about it to cause the raging fire he said he was going to put out. Every topic doesn't have to be a culture war to the death where we lie to stoke the fire, and that is exactly what Joe Biden has done. I I still don't quite understand whether he did it on purpose or not. Did he did he believe that voting ended at five o'clock in Georgia with this new law? Did he not know that people could get water <laughs> when they voted? Well, and and even if it did end at five, it goes on for weeks. Early voting, yeah. so yeah, he's either unaware, which is terrifying, or he was willing to hurl gasoline on the fires of of a would be race war. By comparing a perfectly reasonable set of voting requirements to Jim Crow on steroids. Jim Crow, where a black person who tried to vote might be dragged in the woods and tortured to death. Yeah, this is that on steroids. Oh, a quick point of order there, Mr. President. Major League Baseball moving the All-Star game to Colorado, which requires photo ID to vote in person. Requires signature verification for mail-in ballots, which Georgia got rid of which prevents campaign workers from giving food and or water to voters within 100 feet of polls if they're wearing campaign apparel, remarkably similar to voters uh, to Georgia's law. New York City, or New York State, where Major League Baseball is headquartered, having just switched the All-Star game away from Georgia. Well, wait a minute. New York voting laws, extremely comparable to Georgia's. More strict in some ways, slightly less in others. Delaware, Joe Biden's home state. 
very comparable to Georgia, notably more strict in several regards than Georgia. No matter how you slice it, Georgia is not an outlier of some sort of craziness. Not even close. Um, No, it's a purple state. The Democrats want it very much, as do the Republicans. And so they're willing to tear America apart and lie for Pinocchio lie from the liberal Washington Post for Joe Biden, claiming that the polls close at five. It's really, it's one of the worst things I've seen in observing politics for decades now. And and this is not hyperbole. This is one of the worst things I've seen a president do. It's awful. You know, I haven't heard this Tucker clip 75. Can we hear that, Sean? So that's the considered judgment expressed out loud by the President of the United States. Georgia's voter ID law is Jim Crow on steroids. Asking people to show their identity before they vote is worse than segregation and lynching. It's Bull Connor and fire hoses and snarling German shepherds on steroids. You gotta wonder how long our leaders can keep saying things like this, reckless things like this, before they really cause the society to fall apart. Joe Biden seems determined to find out. Yeah, and that's a right and left thing, that. But but, but Tucker's been saying that for a while, and I agree. How long can we play this whole there's a race war game uh, and, and, and get away with it before you end up with it. Right. Right. I would agree. I would agree. Quick note, uh, I'm a middle child, Jack. I, I like to bring people together. Uh, a source close to a source who knows a source uh, revealed that Major League Baseball was in a panic because they got word from the Players Association no black players are going to show up for the All-Star game. Because, and this is my middle child coming out, they heard the President of the United States say the new law was worse than Jim Crow. These guys are busy playing baseball, traveling, training. They took the word of Joseph Biden. That this law is that horrific, that racist, that awful. And they said, well, we're not going to be party to that at the All-Star game. Never mind the 81 home games the Braves are going to play. Um, you can't blame some of the players for being misled. And so Major League Baseball panicked. They panicked because they thought we're not going to have any of our black players, and that would be scandalous. So, yeah, we'll move it to a state with exactly the same voting laws, more or less. In fact, some that are stricter. This, this It's the stupidity of it that makes me nuts. I mean, the, the horrible things it says about the current state of racial relations in America and politics in America is bad. But the fact that nobody can see what an emperor's new close empty idiotic exercise this is it makes me insane one of my favorite movies <sighs> of, of all time a mississippi burning with gene hackman what a great movie and willem dafoe oh, yeah. that is Heavy. about that is about the four young college age people that went down to mississippi and were trying to get more black people registered so that they could vote because the laws were so difficult and the clan type people found these college kids and murdered them. Um, and, you know, many documentaries and movies and everything and books have been written about that. But that's what Jim Crow was. That was hangings and, and drownings and beatings. And for him to claim, even if the stuff about Georgia that he was saying was true, even if they were shutting down voting at five o'clock and you couldn't get a drink of water, wouldn't even be close to what was the Jim Crow era of trying to vote as a black person in the South. It's just an unconscionable thing to say. When it turns out that the things that he's complaining about aren't true, then you're really into a different territory.
Well, and it's so strange, as I, I was saying a few hours ago, if you compare something to the Holocaust in an irresponsible way, man, your goose is cooked. You're in serious trouble. Mostly because our, our, our Jewish friends won't have it. You can't trivialize a Holocaust by making some fatuous comparison to something happening these days. And yet our own horrific period of racism in the country, the president of the United States can make a mockery of it by comparing it to perfectly reasonable voting. Sean, can you play the first part of that Chris Christie clip again where he quotes the president from his inauguration speech? Because I sat here and listened to the president's inaugural address. And I just want a couple of real quick points from it. Politics need not be a raging fire that destroys everything in its path. Every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war. And we must reject a culture in which facts themselves are manipulated or made up. Yeah, you can stop it there. Every cause is not a reason for total war. That's what's going on here. Yeah. I I misread Joe Biden. I was wrong. I really thought he might be... An okay man for the hour, for this moment. He has hurled gasoline on, on, on fires that are burning in America completely unnecessarily. I just think as a country with the, 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 the cable shows and the social media, it's just not where we are as a people. And so we're, we're getting the, we're getting the politics where we're, we're participating in, I guess. I did think he was above that too. Whew. What Worse. if you brought us, Dr. Franklin, a republic, if you can keep it? And Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. But but uh, once there was no longer any resistance, and clearly when Mr. Floyd was no longer responsive and even motionless to continue to apply that level of force to a person proned out, handcuffed behind their back, um, that that in no way, shape, or form is anything that um, uh, is by policy, is not part of our training, and it is certainly not part of our ethics or our values. That's Officer Chauvin's boss right there saying that's, that's not the chief. That's not our policy or Oof. training or our ethics. Yeah, to keep your knee on his neck when he's completely out and non-responsive. So much for the old. He was just doing what he was trained to do. Attack that we were thinking of. Yeah. So I, I I don't see how he I don't see how the defense comes back from this. Hmm. Or should probably. But uh, anyway, we're trying to run through, because I've got some stories that don't matter to you, but I want to talk about. So we're just wanted to get out of the way the things you should know. So that happened in the trial. I think Chauvin's goose is cooked and probably should be. Um, What else should people know about? Oh, the, the parliamentarian made a big ruling yesterday. The Democrats can run this infrastructure bill through on 50 votes. Because they ruled that, uh, you know, under the rules, they can do that. So it's going to happen, probably. Well, that is related to a trio of stories I have. I have neither the time nor the interest in hitting them thoroughly. But one is the U.S. dollar's hegemony is looking fragile. 
the dollar being the currency everybody wants and everybody uses around the globe is looking like it might be coming to an end, which is especially poor news because that power allows us to spend like lunatics. Headline number two, China creates its own digital currency, a first for a major economy. Oh, boy. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a big deal. Yeah, we can get into it maybe uh, tomorrow. And one more China headline. Uh, China is detaining Christians in secret facilities, forcing them to renounce their faith or be tortured. All right, there you go. Torturing Christians. Is that going to get anybody's attention? No. China is asshole. Still going to do business with China? Okay. Oh, we need to hammer 60 minutes for their utterly dishonest hatchet job on Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. We did it earlier, but it bears repeating, so we'll get to that a little later. Uh, Hunter admitted it's his ba- his uh, his laptop. Turns out there was somebody blackmailing Matt Gates, but he still likes to sleep with underage prostitutes, probably sleep with, have sex with. What is this, 1950? <laughs> So many things we could talk about. Oh, and uh should mention, there are quite a few states where the cases are going back up again, and it's a variant, and it's hitting younger people. So, got to keep our eye on that. Yeah, and it could be. There's anecdotal evidence that kids are, are suffering some nasty illness from it. It's not clear whether that's a trend or a blip, but we'll stay on it, and we will bring it to you honestly, neither trying to terrify you into staying tuned nor dismissing it. I do want to get to why were monkey testicles such a part of our conversation at our house. They're not usually, I take it? Not, let me think. No, not usually. It's not an ongoing theme. How about this? It's a tragedy. This is a tragedy I'm about to tell you, but it's it's interesting on a number of levels. A man who died at a taco eating contest. Fresno, California. A man died shortly after competing in a taco-eating contest at a minor league baseball game in Fresno, California on Wednesday. Yikes. Dana Hutchings, 41, died Tuesday night after arriving at the hospital. An autopsy uh, is going to be done to figure out the cause of death. They don't know that yet, apparently. Team devastated, okay, that sort of stuff. Um, So the competition came before... The World Taco Eating Championship, which is usually held at Fresno's annual Taco Truck Throwdown, which sounds ah. like a really good time. Mm. I'm thinking fun I fun that night, less fun the next morning. I'm thinking I would like the Taco Truck Throwdown, a little beer, a little tacos, a little music. Is that like Battle Bots, but with food trucks? Are the, the <laughs> trucks are fighting? So, but they, they they're going to cancel the contest because of the death and the the preliminary kind of getting you all excited about it. Uh, Matthew Boylan, who watched the taco-eating contest from his seat in the stadium, told the Fresno Bee that he quickly noticed that Hutchings was eating so fast compared to the other two contestants. He was standing out as really getting after the tacos more than the other contestants who are still alive. Um, It was like he'd never eaten before, Boylan said. He was just shoving the tacos down his mouth without chewing. I thought that was an interesting commentary on it. It was like he'd never (laughs) eaten before. Yeah, yeah. This is, I'm sorry. This is a tragedy, but that that struck me as funny. It's like he's never eaten before, just shoving the tacos down his mouth without chewing. I don't. I, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. I don't think I could either. He said Hutchings collapsed and hit his face on the table about seven minutes into the contest, then fell to the ground. The eating contest ended immediately. Well, good. You should call up <laughs> the contest when you when your con- contestants face plants into his tacos and then falls to the ground. Um. It throws in this little paragraph, which probably wasn't necessary. During the 2018 taco-eating contest, 
a professional eater, down 73 tacos in eight minutes. That's a lot of tacos. You didn't need to throw in what the current record, standing record is. You yeah, but it's to, interesting. You didn't need to throw that into your man dies. Are these hard shell tacos? That's I assume, but I, but I don't know oh, why. I, I don't know why. Ex- I yeah, it's that. dangerous, isn't it, Sean? You just slice your throat up. Come on, I isn't a taco usually hard shell? What's the most common? I always get the flour tortillas, the soft ones. Uh-huh. Of course, I like fancy tacos. What's a fancy taco? Steak tacos, fish tacos. Oh, yeah. As opposed to what? Just your ground beef regular old tacos. I don't think I've ever thought about what's in a taco. I just mash them into my face and chew them. <laughs> old Simple Jack. Um, so what killed the guy? Do we know? I don't know yet. I'll bet he had a heart attack. Yeah, it could be. Stay on this story, Michael. Michael brought this to me. Try to follow up on that. Okay. Any details you can come up with? Because I'd like to know if he just died of a heart attack from the excitement or anything. You wouldn't, you wouldn't choke and then just be eating, 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 and then just face plant and fall over. No, no. It's, something happened, obviously. Hang on a second. I'm, I want to say something, but i got to translate it from Spanish to English. Uh, whoops. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. Ah, it's too, too late. It's too late. El stupido. <laughs> That's good. Okay, here we go. From English to Spanish. Then I click here. It's Latinx, Joe. No, it's not. Uh, monkey. Uh, so how how do we get to the uh, cajones de mano? <laughs> the, you say monkey testicles? Testicles of the monkey. So took the kids to the zoo uh, over the weekend. We hadn't been in quite a while. When they were little, we went a lot. One thing I'm learning, if you got younger kids, keep this in mind. You're completely wasting your time doing anything with little kids. Yes. Complete waste of time. Stay home, never go anywhere, because they don't remember it, and it has no impact on them. <laughs> well, you might enjoy it. <laughs> you might enjoy it, but they don't remember it at all. Right. Ah, keeps them busy. Because both of my kids were like, oh, I've never been here before. And I said, yeah, you've been here like six times. <laughs> and wow. uh, oh, this is so exciting! I've never seen this before. Yeah, yeah, I've got pictures of you, bunches of them of you standing right here. Um, so that's just completely anything you do with your kids until they're like five. Complete waste of time. <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Go on. <laughs> you might as well dress them up in Disney in a Disney costume, take some pictures, and then tell them when they're older you took them to Disney World. You know, pocket the two thousand dollars you would have spent. <laughs> Or even buy new golf clubs or do whatever you're going to do. But waste of time to do anything with a little kid. Because they had no memory of going to the zoo. And and I also found out that when they were little, they kind of liked it. You know, there'd be a little one, but they'd get tired of it. And then and, 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 and often have to carry a screaming kid to the car on the way, on the way out. Oh, yeah. But now they were fascinated by this stuff. They're now of the age where they were just so danged into it. Just am- amazed that they were seeing these animals. Oh, that's when great. When you're a little kid, you don't know the difference between TV and real life that much. So right. the fact, and, and I would, I remember trying to convince my three-year-old, this is a big deal. There's an elephant right in front of you. They'd be like, whatever, because, you know, they see elephants on TV, and the difference between it being there and on TV meant nothing to them. Now, at ages 9 and 11, it's like, I can't believe I'm this close to a giraffe. This is amazing. 
So that was my uh, one lesson from it. But then we went to see some new monkeys they'd gotten at the zoo that didn't used to be there. And anyway, one of the monkeys gets down on his uh, his fours and walks exactly like King Kong was walking when he was out in that jungle land, Sean. Uh, exact same one. Talking about in Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Or Jungle Land. Um, Are we discussing the new blockbuster movie, King Kong versus Godzilla, or is it the, the other way around? Anyway, they have a way of walking where they put their, uh, I guess they don't have knees there, do they? Their back legs are short enough that they can bend over and put their hands down, and then they just walk. Do they have knees there? They just their legs are swinging from the hip. I think. Well, I anyway. think they have knees. Gorillas have knees. They have certainly. knees, but I don't think they're walking on them. I think their their feet are designed in such a way. That... Are they bending their back knees? I'm gonna have to Google some pictures uh, during the break. Anyway, and that's how he became the world's leading specialist in gorilla knees. <laughs> They're a strange twist of fate. But anyway, pretty soon we're staring at the south end of a northbound monkey of some sort. Ah, yes. And, uh, and my... Did it have a tail? No. Then it's an ape. It'll answer to monkey in my world. <laughs> so the monkey is headed in that direction, and both my kids say, Look at the testicles on that thing they almost said it in unison like they had they planned it <laughs> oh that's great was there a crowd gathered around um i don't remember but there okay. were um i'd picked up my kids and carried them into the lion cage briefly so <laughs> for healthy for, yes. for instagram yes um but it, then that ended up being really the standout moment of the entire trip to the zoo was the giant testicles on this male monkey yeah, I remember seeing a chimp uh, in the zoo as a kid, and, and this thing was rocking a pair of cojones that were, I mean, they were the size of muskmelons. It was really quite something. Proportionally, for the size of the beast, they're much larger than humans. Oh, yeah. Because I oh, was... Yeah, many, I went, many times. I was, I'm probably about the same weight as the monkey we were looking at. I'm taller than it. But, I mean, you know, not to get, you know... I, I want to get away from TMI here, but not even <laughs> I'm not even close not in the same league. Not even in the same league. Please. It's Please. really like we're playing ping pong or women's softball is right. the difference. Yeah. 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 And uh, what, what's going on there? Is there a reason for that? I, 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 God, that's the way God made it. So there are theories in the primate kingdom that uh, testicle size has a correlation to the prom, the promiscuity of the females of that of that uh so that's what that's actually where I was going with this is it is the disp- the fact that the way they're built it's almost as if they've been shaved so that you can see this area it's like they went and got mm. a brazilian wax i mean it's nice. can you see my privates can you can you that's what can you see my privates can you can you that's what the ape was saying to me right, right. there yeah. and uh, it's almost as if they're shaved to to put on display what they've got right there and i wondered if if bigger makes you uh more i mean you know women look like holy cow have you seen Jim when he's headed away from you? And uh, and then, then they're more likely to mate with him, and therefore, over time and evolution, you end up with monkeys with bigger testicles. Well, yeah, I think Sean has nailed it. The uh, the lady chimps they they see a, a pair of uh, avocados of that size, and they just they can't stay away. Whereas for for human beings, unless you're the lead singer in Journey in the '80s, no woman is going to have any idea the size of your testicles before she. Uh, you, you don't know. know what I post on social media. <laughs> 
Sean big into the nutscaping movement there for a while. Because a normal, you know, you'd fall in love and decide to procreate before anybody would have any idea of your testicle sex. So well, have even if you're going to fall into bed together after a night in a bar like a couple of dogs fornicating in a park, she probably doesn't know in advance. You know, what's right. going to be found. Exactly. Whereas the monkeys, it's on display. Anyway, it was just quite shocking. Uh, my kids were just, whoa, what is going on there? Yeah, yeah. I remember that same thing as a kid with the, the various, uh, I guess it was the baboons. Or as, as an old Italian buddy of mine used to pronounce it, baboons, which I always thought was hilarious. The baboons with their inflamed heinies, the, the come and get me heinie that they have a certain time of the year. Yeah. My kids were also amazed at, since they both regularly do the monkey bars at the park, how good monkeys are at monkey bars. And then putting two and two together and realizing, I'll bet they're called monkey bars. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Because the monkeys are so darn good at it and really like doing it. But, man, they're the the best at the monkey bars. Oh, yeah, clearly. Clearly. That's a good time, though. So glad your kids have, you know, had so much fun. I loved going to the zoo. We lived about a half hour bike ride from the Brookfield Zoo growing up, which is one of the great zoos in the world in Chicagoland. And, and the park system had bike trails you could take. You had to cross a few busy streets, but I don't remember getting killed. Uh, and so we'd, we'd ride our bike to the zoo and spend the day there just as as kids for fun. Loved it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kids learn something about testicles and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, why they can charge $12 for a large Coke at a zoo as opposed to outside. I, we talked a little about supply and demand and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that was good. Lots, lots of lessons to be learned from <laughs> testicles to economics all in one stop. Armstrong and Getty. If we had a legit press that was interested in digging up the truth, there'd be hounding of Jen Psaki and Joe Biden on the, wait, 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 are you going to admit you were wrong or lying about the whole voting ends at five? You said it multiple times. You've yet to come out and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong about that, even though the Washington Post says you're 100% lying or wrong. Nope, not a word. But we don't have a press that's going to press him on that, and I think the story's just going to go away, even though the All-Star Games being moved got moved out of Georgia because of that. To a state that has extremely similar voting laws. Yep. Almost Is the no story difference. just going to end here? Surely uh, not. I, I can't imagine that it would, but I think it probably will. It, there's no explaining why it will in any reasonable way but it will i think there's just there's the too much of the media is too far left to get much of a national national conversation going unfortunately speaking of which uh, we don't have time to do it now but we absolutely hammered 60 minutes unconscionable hatchet job on ron DeSantis of florida they're utterly dishonest editing of tape uh, and it just 60 Minutes is dead to me. I won't watch anymore. But we did that in hour one. You can grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. I want the show to be over, but I am ready to listen to the final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Yeah. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Well, thank you, Jack. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He's our technical director, pressing the buttons. Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Yeah, that taco eating contest made me think of something my dad once told me as a kid. He's all, hard shell tacos are like fireworks. 
They're fun, but they have to be respected. Mm. So mm. as a little kid, I had to, you know, be careful eating them. Wise words from your papa. Positive Sean, our producer, a final thought. Thrilled to, to head out, get my, my one-and-done shot of the vaccine today. Uh, I, I did not anticipate the excitement that I have for maybe, I don't know, scheduling a trip or, or doing something. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to having the key to my life back. Excellent. Jack, final thought for us? Yeah, and maybe you're in the same situation I am. Millions of Americans are where you're trying to figure out which of the three things is making you feel bad right now because you just got the shot, because it's the worst time of the year for allergies, or you got the COVID. It could be any of those three. And, of course, there's always the side possibility of plain old ordinary diseases that used to exist. Hey, I should ask for this. Can somebody grab our favorite short Ricky Gervais clip? You got that handy? Because I was going to say, and this is first world problems, doing a little redecorating around uh, the sprawling Getty compound yesterday. Furniture shopping like all day. Oh, boy. Today, carpet. Kill me. Kill me. (laughs) Kill me. Kill me. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, that's a good problem to have. I have a uh, job I love and I can afford to buy stuff we don't need. Ah, Of course we need it. We don't need it. Gonna go shag? Oh, yeah, wall-to-wall, like two feet up the wall on, on every wall. Yes! Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all sorts of great clicks for you under hot links, including the articles, videos we talked about, some good stuff. You can get the podcast, as we mentioned earlier. Buy some A&G swag. Helps to keep the guys on the payroll. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Listen up, Jack Wagon. What are you doing? Worst episode ever. That's the fact, Jack. Have you considered being good at your job? I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm rubber and you're glue. Bad names bounce off me and stick to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just complete, utter nonsense. You dare to dance in the path of greatness. It was epic. And that's it. Oh, Words. Damn. Whap. 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 Whoa. Whoa. Okay. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.